Hi, I'm Jen. I'm the witch. Hi, I'm Vic. I'm the skeptic. Welcome to My Roommate's a Witch. Sick edition and the second time we tried to record this because we recorded it once and the mic was off for 25 minutes. Yeah, well, you know what? We'll just really, we'll speed through it this time. We'll rock and roll. It'll totally be fine. Um, We probably won't speed through it. Um, Cool. We're talking about beach witchcraft. Doo-doo-doo. Um, I think you should add a fun sound effect whenever we say Ooh, witchcraft. So, like, okay. witchcraft, and then, like, it goes... That's a lot of work. That That's way too much work. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so beach witchcraft is, um, kind of a hodgepodge of a bunch of different witchcraft. Um, so we've been talking about how, uh, different witches can sort of identify with different, like, witch paths. So, um, some witches identify as a green witch, meaning they do a lot with like plants and stuff. Some witches might identify as a fire witch, so they work primarily with fire, uh, like a hearth witch, which is a witch that works primarily like in the home. Isn't that what you are? Oh no, you're a kitchen witch. Well, yes, kitchen witch is one of my many. Like identities. Molly Weasley. Oh my god. Um, yeah. So, so I think we an ongoing fun series would be like the different kinds of witches there are. So this is sort of like the sea witch, beach magic, witch. D- double podcast. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, sea witches are kind of a combination of a lot of different kinds of witches, but primarily focused, obviously, around the sea. Um, so, you know, sea witches will often incorporate elements of water, like, i.e. the ocean. So, there's some water witchcraft there. Um, the As we all know, like, the tides are super connected to, like, the moon and the moon's faces and the moon's pull. So, sea witches usually do, like, a w- lot of water and, like, moon magic. Um, there's also elements of uh, the element, an element witch who would work with the four elements. So, you know, you're on the beach, there's beach wind, there's sand which is earth there's water which is fire Um, wind oh water is not fire water would be the ocean and then you can make some fire oh that's awful not Um, a bonfire (laughs) yeah no well it depends on where you are which which is good (laughs) um a good reminder that before you please don't do anything fucking illegal so some places let you have a bonfire on the beach some places don't some places um it's like okay to take things from the beach and some places it's not. So check your local ordinances. You'll also want to check your local lore um, because, and I'll need you to co- corroborate. No, corroborate. Ah! I'll need you to co- corroborate this. Jen's been saying ah! corroborate wrong. She says for weeks. For weeks. I've been saying it for weeks. Um, yeah. Uh, I read an article that, like, it's really bad luck if you take uh, lava of rocks from the from a beach in Hawaii. Was it really an article? Yeah. Okay, sometimes I just wonder when people say article if it was really an article or what. No, it was like, it was a, yeah, it was definitely an article. Um, yeah. Hashtag correct. Um, my, so, like, it's basically the Hawaiian god Pele is the god of, lava and volcanoes fire what have you and um she gets like really upset if you take her stuff and then she curses you and my friend's uncle um took like a lava rock or i thought something. you said it was your friend's okay, well, dad's it's friend my friend's dad's friend but like i think she would refer to him as like a unquote unquote uncle um he i think he took something or like I don't, 
I, I don't know the full story, but he like he took something from like the the Big Island, which is where like the volcano is still active. And then he couldn't. He like woke up and he couldn't move. So sleep paralysis. Who knows? That's terrifying. But which deity induced the sleep paralysis? Probably from the rock. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So make sure that you're not doing anything literally illegal or anything that's going to get you in trouble with the beach spirits. Um, <laughs> you should also check and make sure like what you're about to take isn't endangered. Um, so again, please don't do anything fucking illegal. Um, is the- we had a whole conversation about beach spirits, how they freak mm-hmm. me out. Yeah. In the so, first time we recorded. This. Yes. Um, so uh, something else that you, you might want to keep an eye out for before you do, and this is always like the not fun part of the podcast where I'm like, when you like be careful. People. You know, it's like, I'm like your nagging mother. Sorry. That's why I tried to like offset this. So it was like a little bit later. So oh, they don't get sorry. turned off. It's fine. We're, we're just going to do all the disclaimers in the beginning. Yeah. Um, beaches have a like long standing history of being sort of ghost hotspots. Um, and when I first said this, Victoria's Scary like stuff. jaw hit the floor. She was like offended, insulted, terrified, freaked um, out. But this is like the second time she's heard it, so now she's sort of gotten used to the idea. <laughs> um, but yeah, but like beaches um, sort of tend to be a collecting pouch for spirits um, because there's they're so they're so connected to like the water, the moon, the land, that sort of thing. First of all, there's also um, extensive like lore surrounding um beach ghosts which i think sort of increased sort of keeps the spirits awake and alive and kicking at the beach um also if you think about like um in the good in the olden days like uh the amount of ships which would crash and subsequently you know bodies which would wash up on the shore all of those um all of those like sort of scary things that can happen scary and dangerous things that can happen at the beach um that's true. And then, of course, like, lighthouses. Did and- you know that the – are the five lakes connected? The Great Lakes? I don't think so. Oh. But I could be wrong. Okay. Well, I don't know. I think it's Lake Michigan. Okay. Is the place where the most shipwrecks have ever occurred. Yeah. The Great Lakes are really scary um, because – I know this from a play um, – are super, super terrifying because – the weather patterns can change like on a dime. So you can be out on uh, like the Great Lakes and um, in your like sailboat and be a perfectly like sunny, happy day. And in like 30 seconds, it can completely change to like freezing temperatures, rough water. So a lot of people will like drown. Um, Okay. What play? Great. (laughs) It was in the, I saw it in the round. It was good. It was like love something. Okay. I believe you. Anyway. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So that's, so another thing that sea witches sort of work with, um, in addition to like the moon, the elements, the sand, the water, beach animals is, um, in this other article I read about like, um, sea witchcraft and beach magic. It's talks about how like, Beach sea witches are not really, it's not really dark magic, but it's also not really light magic either. It's sort of in this like chaotic middle zone because as you know, like the ocean is like typically um, femininely associated. So it can either be like uh, light and fun and like help you float and like, you know, all this positive beach stuff. And in the same time, it, it can change on a dime and it can, you'll have a rip current and it'll 
kill someone. You know what I mean? It's this sort of cyclical, um, it's this like cyclical pattern and this magic. And it's like the ocean's like chaos is only tamed by its own cycle. You know, no matter how chaotic gets, it gets the tide will go in and the tide will go out. Um, so it's really just about learning in the in between. Um, so that's so that's something that I find like really interesting um, about like sea witchcraft in general. Um, but I think a lot of this episode is going to be like put towards sort of like practical fun things that you can do as a witch at the beach, um, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, good. Oh, how fun! I'm excited. Uh, yeah. So I recently went to the beach, and I did a bunch of beach magic, and it was a lot of fun. Um, so I started reading about other beach things, beach magic fun things that you could do at the beach. Um, so I think we should, like, sort of start with, like, well, I don't know. We could start with things to like collect. We well, start I don't with know. Sand. What? Yes, I guess we'll start with sand. Um, so a, a lot of people don't know. So some witches like to cast circles. So um, make a physical circle around them for, like, protection before they Protect start doing them from their... the ghost. Not always ghosts, um, <laughs> but to protect them while they do their magic. Um, a lot of traditionally witches cast circles with salt. Um, that's actually super bad for the environment, especially if you're putting down a lot of salt um, because salt kills all plant life and prevents new plant life from growing when put down in large quantities. Yeah, punks. Yeah. So I believe actually when Rome, uh, yeah, Rome. when Rome like pulled out, of some country that they invaded, they salted the land oh, so that when Rome fell, yeah, no, like, like okay. shortly before when Rome pulls, pulled out of countries, they would salt the land um, so that nothing would grow and it would destroy these like people's lives. So, up. so don't be like, it also hurts the animals. And so don't be like that. So what you can do is you can take sand and you can cast a sand circle, which is much less ecologically incriminating. Um, so that's one cool thing you can do for sand. You can also um, cast a circle with, like a reusable circle with either beach glass or beach stones or seashells. Ooh, that's fun. Yeah. Um, so those are great things. Um, I think before you take anything from the beach, you should ask the beach spirits. Be like, is it okay if I take this? And Please follow, follow your intuition about if they're saying like, yes, no, maybe, that kind of thing. Maybe. Um, ask, ask again later. Ask it. Perhaps it's shake your magic hand. <laughs> pull, pull a tarot card. Um but yeah, but so that's a fun thing that you can do with um, sand and other things. Um, you can also use sand um, in the place of graveyard dirt and spells. Very exciting. Which is good because um, I I'm very hard pressed to want to take graveyard dirt from anywhere. No, no, no. Earlier when we when we during our first try <laughs> at recording this, I said, Vic, what would you do if I had a, a uh, graveyard dirt in the apartment and I said do you have it in the apartment and then she looked at me with that scared <laughs> look she gets whenever I start talking about ghosts so um you can also take a big amount of sand <laughs> <laughs> a big amount a big amount and um put it on your altar as sort of like a you can draw a sigil in it um you can draw a pentagram for protection you could also, uh, there's like little crystal maps that you can find on the internet, which, um, you know, give you like specific places to put your crystals in so that it does a certain thing. So you could like draw that in the sand on your altar. Um, and then of course it's super easily erasable, right? You just moosh up the sand and, um, you can, you can do it again and again. Um, but so that's something, if you really identify as a beach witch and you want to incorporate that more into your like regular altar practice, that's something you can do. You can also collect seashells Ooh. and make 
Runes. Runes! Integral to the plot of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. Victoria loves runes for some reason. I really don't know why. I'm just, and honestly, though, I said integral, but it's like, it's just this passing thing in Harry Potter, and I find it very fascinating. Yeah. And I didn't know they existed until we went to the cat Catland. Catland. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Vic can get her some runes but and i think that's also really cool because it's like you know something that you collect and then make you know it's well, what would you like collect them and then write on them yourself yeah you could write on them you could carve on them whoa yeah either way um you could also do the same you could also make runes out of um stone or like sea glass or something like that so that's really so that's something that's sea glass is pretty yeah i love sea glass um, you can also collect fun things like driftwood um, and, like, uh, other little beach items like uh, seashells and stuff and make a wand out of the driftwood um, for your magical practice. Um, again, wands don't make cats appear. Mm-hmm. They're used to direct your energy more specifically um, if, if you want. Um, so you could... And, you and you can use them to make corgis or dachshunds do little tricks. Do you remember we talked about this last time? I saw it on Instagram. Look it up! Great. Um, I don't remember this at all. <laughs> I'm feeling a little attacked. Um, yeah, but so you could take, like, a piece of driftwood, put a shell at the end on either end. You can use, like, uh, seagrass, which you ethically harvest and make sure it's not endangered. Um, you can use seagrass to, like, tie it all together, that kind of thing. Um, something else you can do... So you make a driftwood wand. I will say if you're like a landlocked sea witch who doesn't have access to like shells and stuff. Missouri. Yeah. Like don't get them from. Oklahoma. Yeah. Don't get them from like. A <laughs> I just named a bunch of states. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Don't get them from like a craft store because um, the seashells are like unethically harvested, killed in disturbing ways. It's like, it's not good for them. Don't Nevada. I will say, okay. So does any, I don't know which, this is something. Jen's that's, just ignoring because you're not being. <laughs> um, I'm kidding. Um, so something that's very interesting. Uh, so did, did you ever read the book or the read the children's book? Okay. Or hear the Jimmy Buffett song, Jolly Man. Jolly Man? Yeah. How does the song go? Whoa, Jolly Man sing. No. Okay. So I'm not sure which came first, the children's book or the Jimmy Buffett song. But, um, it's ba- so basically Jolly Man is like walking the shores of the beach and he finds a sand dollar that's freshly like washed up and hasn't like died yet. So he, or maybe it's a starfish. I don't really know. So he picks it up and he throws it back in the ocean so that it can live. And he's a sailor. And one night his uh, shipwrecks and he's like thrown into the water and he's like about to die. And then a, um, a group of like starfish, or maybe I think in the Jimmy Buffett song, it's like dolphins what is happening. I'm telling a story or maybe in the Jimmy Buffett song, it's like a dolphin. But like the moral of the story is like, since you took the time to like save one that was so small, like all the like starfish, sand dollars, dolphins, whatever team up and make sure Jolly man gets back to shore. So what I so what this means for me is this children's book made a really great impression on me. So like whenever I can, I like to um, I like walk the beach, and if I see like a starfish that's washed ashore and is still alive, or like a horseshoe crab, or um, a sand dollar that's like still like alive, I'll take it and I'll throw it back into the water. As, this like, is um, all insane to me because everything you've just listed does not wash up on the shore in Hawaii. Oh. The only thing we get that washes up on the shore are jellyfish. 
You can put a jellyfish into a bucket and throw it back in the water. I've done that before. Okay. Anyway, but so sometimes it's nice to, like, save the friendly little sea creatures as, like, a gesture to, I like, guess, you know what? Sometimes you have to save, like, we have to save the bees, even though I don't like bees. I guess we yeah. have to save jellyfish. Well, it's just a nice thing to do, especially if you're, like... I don't usually have a sand bucket. Well, then you're not going to the <laughs> beach, ready to beach, are you? But, like, things like us, like, you can pick up a starfish. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I don't put your, you we don't have them. Don't put your hand under its mouth, though. They will bite. I've been bit by a starfish Excuse before. Me? Yeah. And their mouths are, like, in the center. So, like, be careful. Um, that is shocking. Yeah, I've had a lot of strange animal bite experiences. Like, a caterpillar has bitten me before. Like That's impossible. No, they have to. How do you think they fucking eat, Victoria? They have mouths. <laughs> I don't think they can bite humans. It, I was bit by a caterpillar in Grand Cayman. My parents took me to, the, to a doctor. Grand yeah, because they thought that I was going to die of caterpillar poisoning. Anyway, wow. that's another story. But So if you can save these little animals. What if is, some of them are poisonous? That's why I made the face. I was thinking. Yeah, well, I'm not dead yet. So <laughs> anyway, um, we're still in that. Did you not knock on wood? Yeah, wait, why did you do it at the fourth time? Felt like it. Right. Seal the magic. Anyway, um, yeah. So it's so sometimes if you want to, you know, pay it forward, get some good karma, returning these beach creatures which have washed astray can be like a nice way to do that. You can also so then getting into the more like you can take um, ocean water um, and use that in spells. Sea water. Sea water. Salt water. You can also take ocean water and through a process I don't quite understand, evaporate the sea salt out of it and make your own sea salt. Um, I definitely feel like that's happened to me where I'll be, I'll like dip in the ocean and then I'll get out and I'll have like salt, like dried in my arm hair. Yeah. Um, Yes. (laughs) That can happen. A definitive yes. A A definitive yes. I personally believe like the more you invest in like making the, items that you do spells with, the better the magic works. So, like, you know, putting in the effort to, like, get your own sea salt, that kind of thing, I do think makes a little bit of a diff- a little bit of a boost in the spells. Not a requirement, of course. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and Gordon Ramsay agrees. What? Because I listened to an interview. Oh, my God. Where he was talking about how hard work... <coughs> hard work makes you the person you are today. And that's why he's so hard on people. That's what he said. Wow. Cool. Uh, <laughs> so you can obviously get salt for salt water. I love how much you hate my tangents. I don't hate your tangents. I think they're funny. Okay. Um, so you can do things like um, a body cleansing ritual where you do your usual cleansing ritual and then you seal it by running into the ocean, preferably nude. Again, check your local ordinances. And this is what I did. I've done this before. And then... Um, Mm-hmm. And then cleanse yourself of all that negative energy. Um, you can have some sort of, if you want to include like all four elements, you know, you've got the sand, beach wind. Um, you can do a small beach bonfire. Again, check your local ordinances. And, um, you know, do some fire magic on the beach as well. Um, you can also do moon magic. Um, so, again, moons move in cycles. Um, and so, timing your spells to be in correspondence with what the moon is sort of um, 
putting out the moon's energy that's being like put out into full moon, half moon, waxing moon, yeah. waning moon, new moon, new Blood beginnings, moon. full moon. I, I, ooh, let me tell you, you can also leave water out underneath the moon. Like, okay, wait, so the new moon means new beginnings, like new beginnings, full moon means like magic is potent. Um, there's <laughs> magic just, is just potent. go, just go follow our Tumblr. Um, <laughs> But you can do all this stuff with the moon. You can leave water. Plug the Tumblr. What's the name? My roommate's a witch.tumblr.com. There you go. Um, You can also... Can you just let me finish the sentence? (laughs) You can also leave water out under the moon to be blessed. The end. You could... You can... You know... That's all I want to say. You can also take your crystals into the ocean with, like... Call it, be careful. Don't lose your crystals. <laughs> or maybe it's the ocean asking for it as an offering. Tell the people. So, you know, if you're trying not to lose your crystals and you lose one anyway, I kind of view it as an offer. The ocean wanted an offering for all the shit it's doing for you. Um, I'm in a really zesty mood. Put it in one of episode. those, like, you know how people go to, like, a water park and they have, like, an encased thing that they like put a around sieve. their necks? Might not fit. You want the water to run over the crystals, though. Great. Because that's what cleanses it. No solution. Yeah, we also might want to make sure that, like, you're not going to use any crystals that are sensitive to, like, salt water. Uh, But that is a good idea. Yep. So you can also, you can do things like a body cleansing. Um, Again, moon magic. Cleanse your crystals. Cleanse your soul. Um, You can do fun spells. Like, um, so you could... uh, Oceans are good for banishing or manifesting, depending on how you set your intentions. So you could get a piece of driftwood and, like, carve or write the name of an ex-lover that you want to be rid yourself of and throw it into the ocean. You could also take a different piece of driftwood and write a wish that you want to come true and throw it into the ocean. I personally drew my sigil for the new year on the water uh, before I, or in the sand before I did ritual. I did it with a, I drew it in with a crystal um, and then I left it so that the ocean could waters would absorb it and sort of put it out into the universe that it would come true. Interesting. Yep. So that's something, you know, if you're doing beach magic, you can obviously draw a circle with like a protective crystal to be your circle. There's like a bunch of beach, you know, (laughs) modifying your ritual to use the power of the beach, which you have in front of you. There's a lot of different ways that you can do stuff like that. Um, You can also um, take like uh, things like, um, like beach grass. Um, Sweet grass is actually been used for centuries as a way, as a, thing that cleanses. Instead of sage. Instead of sage. Not necessarily instead of though. Right. So like, it wasn't like the beach cultures were like, oh, well, since we don't have sage, like, <laughs> we're going to have to make our own, figure out something else. Okay. Like, smoke clearing is a historic, like, um, smoke clearing is like a longstanding, like, tradition. So people used what they had to create the smoke to cleanse. So sweetgrass, things like that. You can also, um, you know, braid or weave, uh, like, seagrass, that kind of stuff together, Um and make either, like, a basket to put your witchcraft stuff in if you're really advanced. You can also, like, do a simple braid of, like, maybe three, like, qualities that you want to bind together for yourself and, like, wear it as an anklet to remind yourself to do that. You know, that kind of thing. So you can do a, a bunch of different stuff. Like, anywhere that you might use rope, you could use, like, beach grass instead. Um, again, some places beach grass is there so that the sea line literally doesn't like fall into the ocean erosion erosion yeah so make sure you're either you know taking from an area that like uh, doesn't need the just just be again check your local ordinances um 
<laughs> yeah, but so you can do stuff like that. You can also do like um, a spell scroll and tie it together with um, seagrass and then burn it, throw the ashes into the ocean, make it come true or ban, you know. So think about like the elements that you have on hand at the beach um, and then think about ways that you can incorporate the more specific beachy kind of stuff um, to the witchcraft that you already want to do. Um, you, if you're a surfer witch, you could like draw sigils on your, on the bottom, like a protection sigil on the bottom of your board. Surfing. On the bottom of your surfboard to keep you surf safe. Um, yeah. So something else that you can do. Um, and this, you, I came up with this idea. Sometimes it's weird because, Ooh. well, I came up with a lot of stuff on this list, but like I <laughs> do a lot of research for the other stuff, but this was something that I just thought of myself. So I guess if, I guess I'm not. I've only been a witch for like a year and a half. So like, I think that you could make a scrying jar out of um, sand and salt water. A what jar? Like a scrying or a divination jar. Okay. So like in the same way that you would like use a, I'm sorry, but use like a crystal ball or something to like, or a fire to like see, you know, some, some witches will like look into a crystal ball or look into a fire and like get messages that way. So I think what you could, you could, what I would do is like put salt water and some sand into in the same way that you might like read tea leaves. Um, you could put it into a jar, like sh set an intention, shake it up and like read like the patterns or like the symbols that come forth to you. So I was like, Ooh, scrying jar. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I wrote spell hats, but I think that might be a typo, and I don't know what I meant. Spell hats. Spell hats. H-E-T-S. I have no idea what I mean by that. Um, spell hats. Yeah. So, I mean, these are just some of the, like, many things that you can do at the beach as a witch. Um, again, be safe. Be legally clear. Um, I really think, like, the beach is one of the best places to go, um, get get yourself cleansed and renewed like um the, there's just something about like being in salt water and all the waves that I've I've just always felt a super deep connection to beaches and um beach things uh and so I think doing magic at the beach makes a lot of sense and I think it's a great way especially if you are looking to get in touch with like the divine feminine or like find a sort of water deity be careful of beaches water are cool beaches are chill I'm yeah. more of a hot tub person Oh my god! But I will go to the. Beach. Can you do magic in a hot tub? Let us know in the comments below. Message us on Tumblr. Email. I love what you we, say in the comments below. I, I don't know how. I don't really. Victoria does all the technology, so I don't really understand this. <laughs> you can also email us. We have an email. Ooh, what is it, Jen? I think it's just my roommate's a witch at Gmail. And our Instagram is my roommate's a witch. It's cool. I some of you comment and you're like, I love listening, and that's I'm like, so that's sweet. so nice. Of if you. you, yeah, it's just my roommate's a witch at Gmail. Um. Email us. Comment. Yeah. We love you. I guess email us questions. Yeah. We really want to do a Q&A, but no one ever actually emails yeah. us questions. Well, we didn't. Ha we haven't told them about the email. Email it's us. It's our fault. Comment on Instagram. What else can they do? I, message me on Tumblr. Tumblr. I don't you know. Can, you can message me. I think the messages are open. Don't send me dick pics. I don't want that. Well, they got rid of the porn. Isn't, no, but you can still like message them. Oh. Anyway. Well, do you have any questions? This is fun. This is a good time. Yeah, I love Beach Witch. Let's go. Beachy bitches. Bitchy beaches? You know, I think we should just end it. At it's our, over. It's fine. <laughs> our relationship or the podcast. Tune in next week. <laughs>
I'm Jen. And I'm Vic. And that's the spook. I ate it already.